Amen. Today I want to talk to you about a screen. Amen. Not just any screen, but your screen. What's your screen say about you? What's your screen say about you? Your screen is an agreeable device. It only shows you the data that you put in it. It agrees with me. It has no choice. This is my phone. This is my screen. Whatever I tell it to show me, it will. What's fascinating about this is that sometimes we don't like what our screen tells us about ourselves. Oh, man, this is going to be good. See, the silence tells me that this is the needed one. This is what the Holy Spirit wanted. He was like, he was like you need to preach this. It agrees with me. It has no choice but to display whatever I put on it. It only agrees with the input of the authentic user. There's nothing authentic about my screen. There's something agreeable about it, though, isn't it? It agrees. It says, oh, you want to see that? I'll show it to you. You want to see the scores on a basketball game? I'll show it to you. You want to watch the fight? I'll show it to you. Whatever you want, Josh, from your screen, I will show you. And then when the screen tells us something that we don't want to hear, we get offended. Like you're having a bad day, and that pastor at Revive City uploaded a reel. And he says, hey, you're going to have a good day today. No, I want to have a good day. I'm having a bad day. Scroll. Scroll. God loves you. Scroll. People might turn against you. Scroll. You can win in life. Scroll. I'm having a bad day. Doesn't my phone know that I'm having a bad day? But see, here's what we, here's what we miss about our screens is that our screens are only telling us what we've told it on a good day. So when we have a bad day and it tries to tell us good things, it doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to give. Tithe more, right? Feel bad about coming to church. Feel bad about what you did last night. Feel guilty and shameful how messed up and jacked up you are, and then you come to church and all they want is money. Uh Uh-oh. I don't want your money. I want your heart. God doesn't want your money. Can I be real? Can I talk into the camera? Because it's not for anybody here. <laughs> We're good. We're perfect. Nobody in here has any problems. But you online, you people online, you need to hear this. God sent his son Jesus for your life, not your dollar. Like I said before, you can't give God anything that he doesn't already have including your dollar. So take that method of teaching and come to my church. And I will prove to you in Scripture where my Jesus never asked anybody for a dime. He asked them for their heart. He asked them for their life. He asked them for a commitment. He asked them for a covenant that is a representation here on earth of a marriage covenant. 
But what I've learned about a marriage covenant is that it only tells me what data I put into it. She's only going to tell me whatever data I've told her to put into me. Or are we trying to hang out with people who are agreeable? This is going to get good. I'm going to have to look down and look up because... This is for the people online. It's not for us in here. We got it. We're perfect. We know what we're doing. Do you guys know what church? Oh, you guys. Thank you. Thank you, sweet lady. God, I love you. I love you so much. She's the only woman that I can, <laughs> she's the only woman I can hang out at the church with and talk for four hours. My wife is like, you must be with Linda. It's like, yes, ma'am, I am. And she can confirm it. Amen. Don't ever, don't do that. Guys, don't do that. Amen. I'm going to talk about that today. Amen. Authenticity is so fun. It's so good. So freeing. Oh, my gosh. I don't want no agreeable. Whew. We're going to get into it. Here we go. Get off the first page. Yes, sir. Here we go. If I enter authentic data into this device. Oh, he's going back to the phone. Here we go. If I enter authentic data into this device, it will agree with me. But agreement is not always beneficial. So many of us try to find peace, love, and happiness from a screen, but if you're the user and you're not entering the data that your screen is trying to prove to you that you're being agreeable with a screen and with a method and not with God, see, God doesn't always agree with us. But he's authentic. My, 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 my point is this, guys. So many times we're trying to find something that's agreeable, but agreeable is not always good for you. Sometimes you need somebody to come in and kick you in the butt and say, you need to be better and you need to be good. And this is why I married the woman I did, because she, she could tell me things that an agreeable person, and here's what's, oh Lord, oh Lord, don't make me go there. Don't make me talk about how that chick at work is only agreeing with you to try to take something from you that God brought together. See, don't make me talk about how that woman's trying to finagle her way into a covenant that you made with your woman. And she's agreeing with you because that's what you need and that's what you want and that's what you crave to hear because your woman at home is trying to tell you to take out the trash. But that agreeable woman at work, she ain't never going to tell you to take out the trash. We see this with our social media platforms. Oh, here we go. Another pastor against... Social media. No, I'm not, uh, I'm not against social media, as you can probably tell. If you haven't followed me yet, go follow me. I know people. I'm on there, but, but I don't get offended when what I've told my phone to show me, it does whether I like it or not. See, because on a good day, I'm following. Oh, can we go here? On a Sunday, I'll follow the pastor. On a Sunday, I'll subscribe to their YouTube channel. On Sunday, I'll double tap, like, and comment on his previous seven posts, because seven is God's number. This all happens after we've experienced church. 
But then your phone on Tuesday is only showing you content because of the algorithm that it thinks you're going to be interested in. But see, Tuesday came and the doctor gave you a bad report. Tuesday came and your kids said they didn't want nothing to do with you. Tuesday came and your spouse showed up in your life and handed you some papers. Tuesday came and your boss is about to fire you. I don't know, I'm just laying it out there. So what do you do? You go to the screen to try to find something agreeable. But instead it shows you disagreement because you're having a bad day. You're not having a good day. Sunday was a good day. Sunday was breakthrough. Sunday was revelation. Sunday was anointing. Sunday was your healing. Sunday was your baptism. Sunday, God gave you everything you needed for Sunday. But now it's Tuesday, and you want something to agree with you. So your phone shows you what you liked, subscribed to, and commented on on a good day. This proves to me that our life, if we're not careful and we're not seeking authenticity, it will agree with you whether or not you're having a good day or a bad day. Lord, I don't know if you're, if you're like me. I hope you are. You know, you're not some alien or some weird. I hope you're like me. We're all human, right? Does, any, does anybody in here have bad days? Like, can we admit when we have bad, bad days or are you just so holy, so religious, so amazing, like God shines his face on you and we should be like dancing and worshiping around the room for you because you're just that awesome. Or if you're like me, you might have a bad day. I do my very best to not have a bad day at church. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But what I found out about people is they don't judge you off your good days. They judge you off your bad days. You can't be a preacher. I remember what you were like as a kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, you, you can't talk about Jesus that way. Do you know what you said to me that one day, that one time in the back alley? It's like, no, but I didn't say it hard enough. Let's go. I'm remembered by my bad days by people and my future by God. See, I've learned in 37 amazing years not, well, it's really in the last, like, couple. <laughs> Not to seek out people who agree with me, but to seek out people who are authentic. I don't need you to tell me I'm a good preacher. I don't need you to tell me how awesome I am. I'm, I'm a little warm, so I'm trying to get these sleeves up. Hold on just a second, okay? Oh, my gosh. What's up, online family? They can't hear me because the mic is not close enough, so we could talk about them. You want to talk about the online people and how they weren't here today? Here's what's fascinating to me. 
is we will spend more time trying to find people to agree with us than we do trying to find people that are authentic with us. It's like, I don't need you to tell me how awesome of a husband I am. I need you to tell me how to be better. I don't need you to tell me how great of a preacher I am. I already know that. Amen. Like, I'm still here. Even after COVID, I'm still here. Praise God. Amen. You know why? You know, you know what's fascinating to me is so many people want to agree with you so that they can infiltrate you. Ooh. Pastor Josh, you are amazing. You, sir. Oh, my gosh. You, sir, I perceive that you have an anointing. What do you think about that? It's like, you think I'm anointed? Like, honey, you're missing it. I'm not anointed. I just signed the paper to start a church. There's no anointing in that. There's no anointing in what I do up here. This is a lifestyle. This isn't a show. Whether I be doing it in this room, oh, by the way, I'm going to be at Moments of Blessings tonight because it doesn't matter which building you're in. What matters is what you can give to the kingdom of God. Amen. So I'm, I'm, I don't have to do it here. I can do it other places. I don't have to teach to you. I can teach to other people. So if you're looking for someone to agree with your dysfunctional relationship with God, I'm probably not the right pastor for you. Because a dysfunctional relationship with God will keep you in a place of always wanting agreement to stay lazy. Point of that little, that little nugget there is stop trying to find people to agree with you and start trying to find people who are real with you. I know who I can call and I know who I don't want to call. When I'm having a bad day, oh Lord, thank you Jesus. Who do you call on a bad day? Be careful. Because if you don't call that person on a good day, it could very well be that they have an infiltration in your life that you don't need them to have. Like, if I always call the same person on a bad day, but I don't talk to them on my good days, then that means they're telling me something that I want to hear, not something that I need to hear. Because what you have to realize is that the people that are authentic will be with you through the ups and the downs, not just the downs. If I'm having a bad day and I rely on someone else to help me through that day, but I don't call them to tell them about the testimony, then it's not authenticity, it's agreement. And you have to be careful. It'll keep you stagnant. Okay. <sighs> All right. Agreement is not always beneficial. This is why the suggestions of the algorithm rarely are relevant to what I need for the day because, like I said, you subscribe, you follow, and you like certain things on good days. But on bad days, you want to have a bad day. Anybody ever said, I just want to have my bad day? <laughs> okay, just us. Just us. <laughs> it's just us, babe, just me and you. Hi. I love that you're in here. Should I not talk to you? Okay. She's like, I'm not coming in here no more. It's really fascinating to me because 
as leaders, we are to lead people to the cross and get them saved before they read the book of Revelation. Like, I got to hurry up. Get Anybody not saved in here that needs to get saved? Because they're like, they're like, well, what's in the book of Revelation? And then they go home and they read Revelation. They never come back to church. Ever. <laughs> like, they never, they never touch an email because it's like, what's in Revelation? Oh, my God. You mean God's like that? Yeah, it's really funny when you think about good things. We always think that good things are beneficial forever. Good friends are beneficial for every season. Good things are beneficial to me now and forever. That's not scripture. Jesus is the same now and forever. Adam and Eve in the garden. God created them. Said, it's good. It's good. That place is so beneficial for them. But what was beneficial for them eventually infiltrated their thoughts. And it became the very thing that cursed them. Aaron. You know, Moses is Aaron. Standing in the gap between Moses, their leader, and the people of Israel. Went along in agreement with something that would curse the people of Israel. Be like, well, give me one more. Give me a New Testament name. Okay. Peter. Authentic. Petra. Jesus builds his church on the rock. But that same Peter that knew, and, and we could debate, Peter knew Jesus better than like seven other disciples. Like he was legit. Like he knew God. But when it came to actually confessing his position with Christ, he says, I don't know Jesus. Who is this, this Jew you talk about? Agreement. What was once good for you, because of agreement, could be the very thing that takes you out in your next season. This is why I always say people of agreement are never growing. People of authenticity, they grow. But they don't even have to tell you about it. Like, imagine somebody who's authentic. They come in, well, I'd like to profess my authenticity to you today. I prayed for so-and-so. Guess what? Healed. I was believing God for a breakthrough in my finances. Guess what? Lottery. I'm here to pray for you. <laughs> I want to be in agreement with you. And all of a sudden, their credibility is not based off of authenticity. Their credibility is based off of what they see you need for today. But what I've realized is that God doesn't work that way. God never works through somebody to give you today's miracle in authenticity. That's agreement. God will work through somebody today to give you something that will not just feed you today, but that will sustain you, feed you, heal you, deliver you for 10 years down the road. Because as an authentic person, as an authentic relationship goes, they're not worried An agreeable person will always sacrifice the future for the elevation of the moment. A person of authenticity will always sacrifice the moment for the elevation of your future. 
are we alive? Like, <laughs> we're here. That's good. Like, amen. Preach it, Josh. Why are you so intense? Why? Oh, I got to smile more. Uh, you know how hard it is to find a picture, a screenshot of me smiling during one of my messages? Hey, man, I preach angry. I, I realized this. Um, I was driving over here like Monday or Tuesday last week, and, I was, and God downloaded it. I was like, God, I was like, what do I have to do to get these people excited? Like, I feel like they're not smiling. I feel like they're, they're not happy. He said, it's because you preach angry. I was like, I am angry. And he's like, okay, well, then what's the difference? You know why I'm angry? I'm not angry with you. I'm angry with the devil. Try to come in. Mess with my sheep. Give me a break. Who wouldn't be angry? More pastors need to get angry about stuff like that. Amen. I'm angry about how the devil might be messing with you. Not just today, not just tomorrow, but in a month, in two months, in two years, three years, 30 years. I'm angry with the fact that the devil, if we're not careful, will infiltrate our lives and cause us to be agreeable with him instead of vetting what is being taught to us, what is being shared with us, what we're seeing on our screens, and doing it in the position of authenticity. I look for authenticity everywhere I go, everything I do. I want authenticity because I've realized that agreeable will always hold me back. Bad day decisions lead to good day regrets. Bad day decisions lead to good day regrets. I'm going to put it to you this way. Your bad day decisions are the only thing that will keep you from your purpose. You're like, can you prove it? Yes, I can. When you have a bad day, you make a decision, you make a choice. It affects you. It affects your family. It affects the people around you. Then what happens on the good day? You come into church. You get a revelation. You feel empowered. You feel invigorated. You feel ignited. You get the revelation that the pastor was, like, you know what he was spitting. You get it. It's awesome. It's great. It's amazing. You get in your car, and you remember the bad decision. It immediately gets snatched. The revelation, the purpose, the joy, the peace that you feel when you're here. When you're under the presence of God, when you're in the anointing, when you're feeling it on a good day, the only thing that can keep you from having another good day is what you remember about your bad day decisions. I wish I wouldn't have made that choice. Wish I wouldn't have done that. Man, I'm in so much shame. I got so much guilt. I got... So much pain from what, regrets, regrets of what I should have said and what I didn't say and what I wish I wouldn't have done. Wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have said that. And that's what keeps you from your future. That's what keeps you from your purpose. It's not what you do on the good days that matter. It's how quickly you get over your bad days. Paul says in Romans 7.19, I want to do good, but I can't. I don't want to do wrong, but I can't stop. Paul says, I want to do right. My spirit man wants to do right. Maybe it's just me. Anybody else want to do right? 
Like, we haven't had this many people in this room in like three years. Amen. And everybody in here, they, you know why they came back? It's because everybody is perfect. Nobody has bad days. Right? I'll be on, I'll, okay, fine. I'll get off of the stage because I know that's a problem for some. Why does he always teach from the stage? I could teach from the chair too, just like you. Here's what's crazy. People judge us on our bad days, but I don't want them to. Tired of it. I want to be judged on my good days. I want to be judged by what I do for the kingdom of God. But I'm not judged by people for what I do for the kingdom of God because it's not their kingdom. What do they care? The only one who should care about God's kingdom is God. He's the one downloading things to me. He's the one giving to me the opportunity to preach to you. I don't take it lightly. I know the responsibility. I know the weight. Amen. Trust me. I know the weight that this church brings. I haven't been able to work out in six and a half years. You should have seen me before. Amen. Ooh, I was jacked. Quiet and quiet. Everybody that knows me, quiet. See, I want to grow with you, but I'm not going to always be agreeable with you. And I think that's the biggest problem is we're trying so hard to find people to agree with us, and that's why we're not growing. Because I don't need someone to agree with me. I need someone to be real with me. I need someone to tell me when I'm jacked up and how to get out of my mess. Well, hey, what is going on, Revive City family? Man, thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. You know, it's an exciting time for our online community. I feel like every week we're growing, we're thriving, lives are being changed and impacted for the kingdom of God. One way that you can help us continue to provide the message of grace to the people here on YouTube is by subscribing to the channel and liking the video. What that does is that tells YouTube that you got something out of this message and somebody else might get something as well. You know, another way that we at Revive City Church like to connect with our online community is through the power of prayer. Man, we don't want you to feel alone in your prayer walk. We believe truly that when we come together and we unify as the body of Christ, your life can be changed, you can be healed, you can be delivered and set free by the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request, if you've got a prayer need, man, we want to we wanna pray with you. We want to submit that to our team here at Revive City Church. You can do that at revivecity.com slash prayer. Revivecity.com slash prayer. You can also follow the links in the description of this video. It's a powerful time here at Revive City Church, and we are so thrilled that you're on this journey with us. We at Revive City are excited to see what God is going to do in you and through you in this next season. I believe in you. I believe that God can do something miraculous through you. Man, thank you again for watching today's broadcast. Share the link. Invite your friends back next week. We're excited about what God is doing at Revive City and even more excited about what God is going to do through you. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.